it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. Every time. You Every hear time. a little new voice in the background, don't you, listeners? <laughs> Me. And we and she's like totally surprised too, because we just threw her on. We didn't like say, hey, we're gonna have someone on There's in no- this category of life. Like no one could ask questions about anything. It was just like there's boom. no promo. There's, no- there's no- off <laughs> the grid. <laughs> off the grid. Really. <laughs> I was gonna say, no, you really are though. Can't find me. <laughs> so you maybe you guys, you guys are probably guessing. Actually, no, you would be on all of our graphics, so they already know who you are by this point. But well, the graphics typically come out a little after the pod's released, right? That's true, because that's on me. But oh, well, give me a little bit of time to get my glam shot taken. To say okay, oh, yes, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I don't have some of those already. Here's a mom selfie. It's <laughs> perfect. That's all we need. So today we have on dun, 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 Isabel <laughs> Butker. Do you go? Do you Ooh. go by Isabel? I feel like since I've known you, I just say Izzy. You know, that's a funny question. Everybody kind of calls me different things. I like Harrison calls me Izzy because we met each other in middle school, but um and I played sports with his sister and all the sports people called me Izzy Izzy okay like in college everybody called me Izzy but then in my adult life <laughs> adult life I'm like I'm like yeah I'm Isabel because that's you know my name but yeah, right. it feels so weird because nobody's ever actually called me that really except for like I don't know my mother but <laughs> and CC this morning <laughs> yeah yeah I mean yeah so what's your middle then- name well, my maiden middle name, whatever, my pre-marriage middle name is Lee, which is my mom's first name. But did you kick it out and then take I did. Else? I did I that too, but no one else does me. that. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, I don't know, someone recently was like, that's so weird. I'm like, well, yeah, people give you me know, you go to social security, you could change your name to Shirley Orange Temple or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Should I add another middle name to me when I do it? <laughs> there's that friends episode where she changes her name to phoebe changes her name to something like something probably inappropriate but (laughs) you know it was the time when i watched the episode (laughs) oh no i mean like i don't know i've i probably won't change my name for years because i have i i don't know i don't know do i need patrick there does that no no you literally just need your marriage license Pretty and much. your old form of identification or like yeah. birth certificate oh, or something super easy to change it's really easy like it's, if a- it's for a good cause you know like a- <laughs> it's and then cause. also like you know not that any of us are gonna do this but if you get a divorce you <laughs> divorce decree and decree. change it back I guess I don't know and you know this how 
Um, I think because I read the website that intently because I like you wanted to forgot. make sure you had I was everything. one of those people who forgot a document the first time I was there. I'm like, no, but that is the worst. worst. And yeah. then they like the DMV or wherever you go, it's like the end of the world. It well, literally- and like you're like, hey, and you're all excited because you're like, I got married. I'm changing my name, and they're like next document please like this one's wrong okay have a nice day see you in three weeks that's the next appointment you can get yeah (laughs) I remember when we went to like red or is it registering to get our marriage license and you know I feel like this probably happens to everyone but you're like legally married and they don't care they don't they literally don't care they could have less energy yeah like you guys could have met on the street for all I care here you go you're married Don't give that to anyone. We did it virtually over Zoom. So oh even (laughs) extra romantic. (laughs) Um, okay, so Izzy, Izzy, Izzy Lee, Izzy, what's your (laughs) maiden? Well, my maiden name is Tarani. My dad's Iranian. And my dad's straight from Tehran. Wait, so his last name is literally the name of where he's from? Uh, yeah i mean that's not okay. always the case for everybody but it's a tarani <laughs> and a tarani <laughs> i was like wait yeah his actually his his middle name sounds really similar to his last name too and they're spelled completely different but i used to like always try to write it and he's like that's wrong and you don't need to write that down does like, he have an accent <laughs> i guess he does but it's one of those things where i've lived lived grown up whatever he's my father my entire life and we've had many conversations so I don't really hear it but yeah I guess he does everyone else people tell me it's weird how you can't hear it it's like right it I don't know but well that's like us we have accents to the anyone in Europe yeah we have no clue well and my mom has a southern accent which I really only notice when she says certain words it's I think it's probably not super dramatically Southern, but okay. You know, it happens. So Izzy is a woman, a mother, she identifies as a woman. I will always have been and plan to future be. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) For the sake of everyone in my family, but yeah. And she mentioned Harrison and you want to tell people who Harrison is. Yes. It's not something that I guess I like blab, but it makes sense in this context. My husband is (laughs) for the Kansas City Chiefs currently. He's six four. No, I'm kidding. You can look at all the facts on the Um we can look in, but we met started dating in high school. Yeah, tell us about that. Well, you know, okay. I've said this before and I think I've, I've like not framed it well in the past, but we were both, so we were both in middle school band, which at our school was not like super weird to do. Like okay. a lot of the athletes were in band, but okay, we both probably would have been banned regardless, even if it was weird. So, okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm offending anyone. I'm not trying to, but whatever. Um, That's okay. We played the tuba. And I played the percussion, which, you know, is like all sorts of instruments, but okay. the triangle. <laughs> yeah, there's a triangle, there's cymbals, there's the marimba, xylophone, the drums, but all the boys always want to do the drums. So I was always having to do the mallet parts because they thought those were at this point not as cool. Anyway, so he would sit like the tubas were in the back and just like right in front of the percussion people, whatever. Okay. It was like the first day of band class. It's like my first day of school, basically, our first week of school. 
I'm in the seventh grade. He's in the sixth grade. And he made mm. some joke to me. I wish I remembered what he said. Yeah. But I remember being like, that's not funny. And I laughed. <laughs> and then we didn't really talk for like three years. And his sister, who's a year older than me and I, we played sports together. And then we were all at a soccer tournament. And he was all like, so you want to be my girlfriend? I mean, it wasn't like that random. But anyways, that was in 2010. And then we got married eight years later. Did the whole long distance in college and it was not glamorous but no it never is four years in <laughs> with two, two, two living children yes yeah two living two living children, children that's true non-living children god has blessed us abundantly and hopefully he'll continue to do so but you guys make cute babies so yeah i mean try real hard <laughs> it's so funny when people are like are you trying and be like what did someone say um and it's sure not lack of trying. I know. That's what people say that to me. I'm like, well, I'm not, not trying, you know. Here I am. No. But, oh, no, they're amazing. Gosh. They're both really wild. But they keep us, you know. It's hard. It's impossible to be bored with children. I mean, if you're bored hey. at home, those listening, just have a child. This is true. <laughs> and you will no longer be bored. So rest assured. Yeah. You no longer be bored. No. Uh so yeah, Izzy is the baby mama to yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Sorry, back to that. Yeah. Um, okay, what's your heck yes? Oh, well, honestly, both of my yeses or no's are kind of dorky, but I really thought a lot about it. And this is what I came up with. Um <laughs> this sounds silly. When you're squatting, like with a squat with a bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um there's a point like I guess where you're what's called a butt wink and you okay. kind of will dip down because it's like yeah. compensating for like weakness whatever well anyways piercing got us a squat rack I've been squatting and my butt wink was super high and now it's almost gone and that seems like really unexciting but that's a heck yes is because it means I'm getting stronger my form so is- you don't want a butt wink no apparently okay. I mean, I've learned a lot. <laughs> I've never worked out for a living and he's around right now to like help me with my form, but I've had two knee injuries. So I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to do this unless someone's making sure I'm doing it right. So right. I don't know. That's kind of a lame, I guess, but honestly, we've had a really weird week. Well, there's some other things, but they're just not really publicly to be shared yet. So that's my okay. best thing that I've got right now. Okay. <laughs> but it's wait. not another baby, I wish. But. <laughs> I'm just thinking I'm like okay well first I need a butt to have it wink so I'm like I'm not there yeah is he that's part of the butt growth process is getting under that squat rack just okay Izzy was one of the first people though that told me you can lose your butt you can I didn't know that was a thing I thought as a former athlete like they're yeah used to being there without trying but you know you might say goodbye if you're not too careful well if you don't work on your butt wink then you're not gonna have a butt I had a friend who said she thought no she sat her butt away from from breastfeeding she was like, I think it's just because I spent the whole year just sitting on the couch and it's just gone it just squished <laughs> I think mine's flat I mean look here's the thing my whole family sorry dad everyone has a long back <laughs> a and long back. I'm you like that long back I just don't think there's hope because just genetically it's not there. You have and so, to work for it. 
I could work for it, but at the same time, I just you just don't want to be let down. You're like, it would I be see a it shame. The board. It would yeah. be a shame if I worked a whole year and still had a long back. <laughs> <laughs> that long back. <laughs> Meg, what's your heck yes? Um, my heck yes is that I just got back from Dallas like two days ago where I had a baby shower um, with 37 so women that I did not know, which was really weird. Oh. <laughs> Izzy's looking shocked. <laughs> it was awesome though. First of all, I was like, you know, 37 people. And then you're like, I don't know them at all. I'm like, well, even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, they literally still can't wrap my head around it. Like even just saying that out loud was like, what happened? I did what? Um, but yeah, uh, Claire from Finding Philothea hosted us all at her house and opened up her house to a baby shower and women came from all over Dallas, like Houston. Some girls drove like three and a half hours. And I was like, wow, I know it was very, very humbling. You're like, what the heck? <laughs> what in the dang heck? Um, and I'm like one was in a stranger's home, you know, I know like, someone <laughs> Avery still. You knew the one woman. So I knew I knew like three out of all thirty-seven, and by like knew, I really had only met one in person. The other two I knew through mm -hmm. kind of like you, Izzy. Like not met you in person, but I wouldn't feel like I needed to, to have security <laughs> if I. I know it's not for lack of trying. It depends. We just on haven't the met you. Oh, okay, okay. Just I'll keep kidding. that in mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really, it was really humbling. It was really wild. Cause that's not something I ever saw myself doing. I had a lot of people telling me like that would give them social anxiety to have 30 something people over that they don't know, <laughs> but I just that's went with the flow. Yeah. Hi, yeah. Where are you that's from? Oh. I'm the pregnant one. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't tell. Like... Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. But it was really sweet and um, just very grateful. So that's I guess awesome. to that, cause I know some of our listeners are, or some of the people that came are listeners. So if you're listening and you came, thanks. Let's well see. done, attendees. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> what about you, Cece? Okay, my heck yes is that the base in Japan found me, quote unquote, medically suitable to <laughs> go to Japan. As long as they pretty much said, as long as she doesn't go crazy, uh, like if, if she goes, if she goes crazy, we'll have to kick her out of the base. Cause they think ADHD makes you unstable. Oh, well, yeah. So when this comes out, hopefully I will be packing my bags and, yeah. you know, but it, I don't know. I have, I, we have mixed feelings. Patrick said to, to not believe until you're on the plane. This is true. That's a good that's a good yeah. thing to say. Yeah. It's a heck yes currently, but tune in next week to see if it was done, done, done. Okay. <laughs> if I'm recording it next week, there's an issue. That's true. Yeah, there you go. That's true. Because you should be in Japan. Recording it on Thursday. Yeah. So that's a heck yeah. yes. But um, my heck no, it's fast. I'll just go. Um, is that lawn care is $35 a week. And that's a heck no, because that's more than my phone bill. And I'm like, no, no, I will hire a sixth grader to mow my lawn. I'm like, yeah, 35 yeah. times four. No, yeah. 
that seems absurd. What are I'm they like, doing? I'm planting sorry. new flowers? Ours is like a former college student. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not 35. But <laughs> I do think I need to get a cheaper phone bill after listening to this. So. <laughs> Oops. Okay, perks of military. There are great fun plans for the military. Uh, Although none of them work in Kentucky. They don't work. <laughs> none <laughs> of them work in Kentucky. Well, ours but... doesn't really work in our house in certain spots. It's like, I gotta use Wi-Fi for everything. Like, okay, as long as the internet works, you can find me. But... <laughs> it is wild. So yeah, that's my heck no. I'm like, that's a no. these things you don't think about. I mean, unless this lawn service yeah. is literally planting money trees in the backyard. I mean, you no can just chance. get out there and work on that long backs. You see, you can just oh. do it yourself. <laughs> Squat <laughs> while pushing. Do lunges, <laughs> walking lunges. I mean, you know, they do sled pushes and this that could be your- That is true. Sled. The you I did a rod. <laughs> just a woman cut the grass. <laughs> okay what's your heck no izzy my heck no this is I'm a little bit of a crunchy vibe I'm so excited. we started picking up raw dairy from a local farmer every week okay. not, well and this was it had been like two weeks but we started going through it so fast so i got <laughs> twice as much milk yesterday and then we come home and james is like i want a glass of milk and we're like okay okay and i'm kind of shaking it a little bit while holding bernadette i'm shaking this yeah. giant half gallon glass jar good because good. like the cream separates a little whatever and it just slipped out of my hand and shattered everywhere and there was this half gallon of great dairy raw milk expensive the most expensive milk and honestly the most impressive part was that Harrison didn't freak out and was like okay I will go get some towels (laughs) 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 and so then we're just trying to keep the children away from the glass and trying to like and the milk yeah then like not have the floor get ruined but anyways I woke up this morning still feeling sad about it so I feel like that's like spilled milk, crying over spilled milk. Literally, right? yeah. he was like, I stood there for so long before I reacted. He's like, are, are you trying to win an Academy Award? Like, let's move. <laughs> let's get the towels, like wipe it up, move on. I'm like, okay. You're like speaking of the Oscars. I'm like, well, here, James, let me just get the other half gallon and give you um, and then I'm just going to pretend this never happened when there's milk everywhere. <laughs> But yeah. Okay, that's so funny because one of my most vivid memories as a kid is like opening up the fridge and there's a brand new 2% full gallon of milk <laughs> and I'm like reaching to the top shelf and like as a kid you just kind of like flail your arms, you know? Oh, and I like yeah. grab I mean, it and like fling my arm down, you know, like a cool kid and it's Ew. like and it like slips out the back and it just flung and exploded out the side. Oh no. <laughs> I was like all right i have a vivid memory too like we opened the trunk of the car and it falls out exploded all over me oh my my dad's suburban oh and it smelled like rotten milk in the car for a long time like curdled so don't put your groceries in the back unless they are secure (laughs) they were not not. i feel like that's always like the thing you do after groceries you get home and you open your trunk and you're just like because you'd make one turn like too hard and you hear the apples go yeah and you're like oh great you're like are all the children strapped in their car seats no (laughs) so there's this thing that patrick taught me how to use called a ratchet strap 
Mm. And I've been using it to strap in furniture in the truck. And I feel cool, to be honest. Just ratcheting. In that truck. Let me get my ratchet out. I know. Like, hold on, hold on. I'm like, when I go pick up like a coffee table from Facebook Marketplace, I'm like, oh yeah, I got it. I'll just ratchet it in here. And I'm like, that's right, that's right. So yeah, they're probably like, can you handle this? You're like, oh yeah, don't worry. I, I- <laughs> this is my fourth piece of furniture this week. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, heck no, Megan. Back pain during pregnancy. That's all. Especially when you're on a plane and you can't get up and you can't move because you're the only one there with the toddler. So it's not like, Oh, let me just take a water, no water break, a pee break or something. And like, walk it out. You're just like stuck and you just have back pain. And there's a toddler sleeping. No, well on the way home. Yes. But not because I paid for it. It was because it was just God smiled on me that day. And so I put Christian hypnobirthing on and I was like, okay, act like this is just a contraction or something, you know? And I couldn't do it. I was like so mad that I was like, no, I can't associate this with Christian hypnobirthing. So then I turned it off. (laughs) The end is in sight. Yeah. So close, but so That's my heck no. I know. I'm okay if she takes her time so that she can try and flip if she wants, but. Do you know if she's flipped yet? No, she has not. I had, <laughs> this was the cool thing about the Dallas baby shower. There was a napro doctor that came. Oh, <laughs> and they're like, here, let me feel your yeah. body. Where's the head? Well, I, the well I told her she hung out a little longer than everyone else. So she had actually known Claire, like there was a personal connection there beyond Instagram. And she was like, I mean, I can feel for her if you want to see if she's still in the breech position. I was like, I'm pretty sure she is. Cause her head is like a shelf at the top of my tummy right now. Like, mm. oh, I thought it's- you meant she just like stuck her fingers in was like, yeah, let me just oh, no. feel for you. <laughs> that's not really the recommended method (laughs) (laughs) all right also for meeting someone for the first time i know it's like lay down i brought my gloves No, no, no. She just felt well. And the thing too you can, is, yeah, like, you can feel from the belly a lot. Of okay, people, yeah. even some, even some doctors don't realize that you can actually physically feel where the head is at. I know. Yeah, it was, yeah. But then she like felt my pelvis area too, and was like, "So the thing is, she's still, she's still breech, and it's, it's so sad because because she's sitting so high with her head up like this, she's hitting corner, like the corner of coffee table or like dining tables and like door handles, and I'm like, this kid is." <laughs> gonna be like messed up well, when she Megan, comes it if she sounds like you should walk a little better I mean come on <laughs> just in a rush to get places no I can't talk <laughs> I literally run into every I mean I literally I dropped the milk I dropped three other things last night I can't talk I'm not pregnant so just <laughs> but you've just been struggling just struggling. <laughs> just struggling just postpartum 16 months you know i used to say that to harrison be like doesn't that end like after the first week i'm like no <laughs> i'm gonna i got it. a full nine months at least yeah she's still high that there's enough room like 
it's super squishy down in my lower tummy and like pelvis that there's so much room for her to flip. She's just hanging out really She's high. like home girl. I'm like, all right. Um, Do that natural thing and turn around. But also I'm kind of, is it an aversion or an inversion? I kind of want to see that happen where they like manually like oh, I move know. her around. I'm like, that's so cool. Wait, won't that hurt? I was going to say, I've heard it's really uncomfortable and really painful. It probably depends on the person. That's but, true. But then like, I think I actually had a friend that did it. And really? it's one of those things where like my children were still like, not necessarily doing full flips, but moving around the yeah. entire time during labor. So it's like, even if you have that done, and they she flips back, flip right I'll back. Be like, so it's like you went through all that <laughs> and it's hard to really it's not like they see what they're doing because it's all external right. just jacking with your belly but yeah I mean, I've just seen videos and I think it looks so people. cool yeah well there's yeah. also you know those videos of moms who make no noise while they're in labor so maybe they're the ones that enjoy that experience they're psychopaths <laughs> oh, I'm I'm no I mean it's a skill because I mean no noise segue into this yeah like making the noise kind of helps me get it does I mean maybe if I had ever had an epidural or something I'd be able to make no noise because I mean you shouldn't feel as much maybe administered properly yeah yeah sounds so wacky to me not to be able to like really feel what's going on and then right say okay it's time to push because for me I'm always like I couldn't not push if you told me to right now right happening like this right this child's gotta move right or even when they have like their six kids hanging out in the same room as them, I couldn't I do know. that. Oh, I, I love, like, I like love what future, it does. Yeah, I'm like in the future, maybe like it would be cool for them when they're older. Also, yeah, I mean, people, people, I don't know. People say that. Oh no, they're not traumatized by it. But I'm like, but do you know? Because if like, the if the husband's traumatized by it, <laughs> then <they're> all- <laughs> yeah, like, the noises you're making are really unique and might they, freak them out. Right, like what's happening and then right. you might look at the baby and be like why'd you do that to my mother right <laughs> I don't know I've seen you know there are beautiful videos we've all seen them where everyone's sitting around the time yeah. watching it happen and I don't know I'm not really you know here just... works really well under pressure I'm not really a performer so <laughs> I'm gonna do what needs to get done right. to get the baby right. out and I am like no part of me has ever wanted a child there while I'm giving birth no other than the child coming out of you yeah yeah I'm literally husband and that's it I'm like there's there's I'm like never have I like when people are like yeah like you know my mother was in there and my mother-in-law was in there my sister was in there I'm like no whoa whoa it's not a family reunion first of all boundaries people yeah I feel like a lot of times people get in that situation where like I have a friend where it happened to where was it her in-laws I don't know but there was just like everybody that was up in there and she did not really want them in there but didn't really feel like she could say anything and at that point she's like I'm busy but I'm like at that point I would have been like get Get out out." (laughs) (laughs) get out my mother-in-law was around generally when I was laboring with our first born yeah and um that was really weird for me because we like thought that he would have already been born by then so when she flew in we were like okay well so he's not he wasn't yet. born for like 10 more hours after that and we we're like okay well now you got here. it we at the in worst small part. little town home yeah he wasn't born in the town home but you know i did all the work in the town home so yeah and like she's just downstairs and i'm it's like a live 
I feel like it's like a live farm experience is how it feels. <laughs> what? Like, I mean, the word primal, I think, is really is, descriptive for that a natural true. labor experience. And it's really cool. Like, you feel just so, like, in touch with everything going on. And it just, I mean, so much of it, it's like the baby's going to come out whether whether you do anything or not. Like, it's, right, right. it's just this thing that's happening. I mean, you it's better if you engage in it and participate, but <laughs> I'm just like, lay there and let it happen to you. But women in comas can have babies yeah, like without any yeah. help, which is wild. That's so yeah. cool. But, or really crazy. I don't know. <laughs> those I ones, you're not, are those um, the women? That, coma, never mind. I was going to say, are those the women not making noise? But then I was like, that's terrible, Meg. So you need yes, to not say that. And you know what? They might actually be making noise. You never know. I don't know how <laughs> coma works. Oh, God. It's hard to breathe. I don't know. All I know is Avery thought it was going to be like the movies, and he was, and he still claims that I screamed like the movies. And I was like, no, I literally fell asleep, babe. Like you can't tell people that I was screaming like that. Yeah, like I fell asleep in between pushing. You can't just tell people I was screaming bloody murder because that's not true. He's like, you're like it could be a lot worse, dude. Like. Okay, so I have so many questions for you, Izzy, but first we want to talk about West Coast Catholic. They've been a sponsor um, for the past few weeks. We love them. And they have an Easter season rosary called the Gardener Rosary. Megan, you want to tell them a little bit about it? Yeah, so it was inspired by John 20, 11 through 18, where Mary Magdalene encounters the resurrected Jesus as a gardener. Um, it's a limited edition rosary that's only available in the shop during the Easter season every year. On um, every order comes with a little pack of basil seeds that you can plant and grow along with it, which is really stinking cute. Ooh, love basil. <laughs> um, it releases on Easter and is available only through the Easter season. So this is like a heads up for you guys to like start thinking about it and plant that little seed in your brain. Oh, nice. Um, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. little pat on the back for that yeah. one <laughs> um but you can shop the rosary and other easter gifts such as their dainty gold miraculous metal necklace or bracelet stacks online at westcoastcatholic.org with code heck 10 for 10 percent off um, or you can find them on instagram at west coast catholic love them so aesthetically pleasing so so good um so so good so, so good okay so wait izzy are you a convert Yes, I, so yes, Harrison had a reversion experience in college. He was raised Catholic. He had a friend on the football team, encouraged him to come back to confession, actually. So that reignited everything for him. And then he was very on fire about it. And, you know, I was like what we call lukewarm Protestant. Like I really enjoyed the Christmas Eve service and, you know, we went on Easter, but other than that, like we weren't super consistent because I played travel soccer and you know, <laughs> takes over your life and you forget that anything else matters, which is so not good. But anywho, <laughs> um, after college, he'd been talking to me about it for a while. And for a while, I, you know, was really off put by it. And yeah. he was coming so strong because he was so on fire and so excited and so joyful. And when you find the truth, like it's really hard not to explode. Um, right. Wait, you were Bible Belt too, like Georgia? Well, yeah, Atlanta, but we weren't like Baptist or anything. Like, okay. I've hopped around to a few different churches. Our family had, um, yeah, I think like other relatives might be more their traditional Bible belt, mm-hmm. Bible belt, Bible belt 
type <laughs> of situation. But yeah, I mean, and my dad was a technically a convert to Christianity as well. Um, okay. Anywho, so after college, I had been thinking about a lot and learning a lot about the social issues and how those are explained better and, and just um, honestly once I learned that the Catholic Church was the church instituted by Jesus Christ and that all Protestantism tangent it off, that, off I was like, wait there's no way anybody knows this I'd never heard that before and I'm, like, oh, I'm sold no yeah and I we had this experience where or it was like one of the several times I went to mass with Harrison and I'm like oh I can't come up for communion and I always felt so embarrassed by that because I'm like everyone's gonna think I'm in mortal sin (laughs) I mean mean, at the time I was actually because I'd never been to confession and you know hadn't lived a saintly life right and um I remember sitting there and it was at that point every time I would go to mass it actually makes me cry just like I was so overwhelmed by I guess being in the presence of Jesus and that just told me a lot right there. I just like at least five times I would just be sitting there during mass and I'd just be kind of steadily crying and then it gets to communion and then I'm just like blubbering. This specific wow specific time. I can't say that word either. Staring at me and I'm like, can you please not look at me like I'm having a serious crisis moment right now? And you know we weren't engaged yet this was a whole year before we got engaged but I was always like Harrison is so passionate about this and he deserves a woman who is on his same page like even though uh-huh. we've been in each other's lives for so long and I'm like I've been talking about that I'm like just thinking like if I don't ever end up being Catholic like I'm not sure we should get married because like wow no sense and right and he had been kind of feeling the same way but I recall I mean, conceptually, but I recall being the one being like, no, like, this is really serious. Like, you don't deserve to settle anyways. And so I was having this crisis because I was, I had at this point after college, after living my sinful, just like life hitting rock bottom, la-di-da, a lot of us have been there, but I'd always been like, after college, I'll dive into this. And so I'm like, okay, God, I'm sitting there in the pews, everyone's going up for communion and I'm just sitting there blubbering silently, except people saw me I guess I don't know just one lady being really nosy but it's fine <laughs> always <laughs> a nosy church lady heard a positive way like wow <laughs> union yes Jesus um and I was sitting there and I was like okay I was praying that I'm like God just please I just want to know like what is what is the right direction here like what is what is your church like what's the right thing to right. do like do I dive in back into Protestantism or do I need to join the Catholic church like just please tell me like what is the right way and this is weird but in that moment I really felt after a few seconds like physically embraced and just like like Mm. someone was holding me Mm -hmm. and you know that could be all my head I don't think it's not and I took that as this is right right here like this is where my heavenly father waits for me like he's here Jesus is here um and that was a huge moment for me and I didn't tell Harrison about it until a couple months later and then I was like yeah so anyways I think I want to do I stay? <laughs> and he's like, oh my goodness, I've been praying for you every day. And then I'm like, wait, what? He's like, I've been praying the rosary for you every day that you would convert. Uh-huh. So then I'm crying again. Right. Like, romance, swoon. But <laughs> um, you know, now we're married, so it's all good fun. But yeah. So the fact yeah. that the fact that you were able to be the person who 
was on the outside of the church though and still have the thought for Harrison like this should we shouldn't get married yeah. it's typically the catholic person who's trying to convert someone who right. has that thought and he said he kind of did but you right. were you had, had good intentions kinda, for him the whole time yeah he had to kind of like re re-strategize and just well, like you that, you know what he had to just let god do the work because he yeah kinda yeah on my business i was very much like pseudo-feminist like i don't yep. need no man you can't yep. tell me what to do you know and so him being Same. all up in my face about it at the time i'm like, not helpful eh, get yep. out of here no uh-huh. thank you you're weird you know like yeah. you're all obsessed with your religion get away from me but yeah but um, the thing is you yeah. were still like by the grace of god you were still yes by the grace what of was god. best for his soul Mm-hmm. you yeah, really just were seeing how passionate he was about it. I mean I guess yeah I mean that's how you know when you really love somebody and you're just yeah trying to think about their well-being and, and I'm not tooting my own horn here but yeah I mean yeah just seeing how much it changed him and I'm like I want that for myself I want to be doing the right thing and I I want him to be I want him to have everything that he deserves and everything God mm-hmm. wants for him you know and mm-hmm. Luckily, that, that was include me. <laughs> was, you know, so what would amazing. you say, like, do you feel like college, I know like a lot of people talk about this in the conservative world is like it brainwashes. Did you feel like you experienced that? Well, I always tell people, I think me going to college was an absolute waste of time because I should have just spent those four years going to learn how to cook properly from my Iranian <laughs> grandmother because I there's so many things I would want to learn from her. But anyways, for me, I don't know. Yes. Yes and no. And it's looking back on it. I realized the way that it influenced me, but I also went to a liberal arts school. So, Mm. um, there was just kind of like a under underlying tones of, I don't know, just not an agenda, but liberalism. Yeah. Liberalism. (laughs) I didn't really understand what liberally even meant. And when I was there, but you know, there's just a lot of activism and things and, um, for me, it was just a big waste of time in the sense that I don't know how I really grew as a person other than that it helped me completely hit rock bottom, which brought me to, okay, God, I hear you once again, I'm putting all these other things ahead of you and I need to finally make my decision about like what I'm going to do with right. my faith. Um, so in that sense, it was really valuable for me because like I tore my ACL, I'd had a really bad few months before that. And then my grandmother also died and and she was like, like very, very close to me. Like I didn't really have like a babysitter growing up. Like, you know, so all of that pushed me to the truth. So it was good. But, but yeah, there's a lot about college that I don't really think is as beneficial as we like to think it is like, and especially not as a thing that everybody needs to do to like check Mm -hmm. off the box Mm -hmm. and have your degree. I mean, you know, I majored in Spanish, which was really fun <laughs> and it was hard, but, and I minored in computer science. I'm definitely not using any of that computer science. You know, <laughs> I've been teaching my son about Spanish body parts in Spanish. I mean, I didn't so do you speak need to it go fluently? to college that. I really haven't been actively speaking it since I graduated, which is a, such a shame, but like, I haven't really had anybody to practice it with. Right. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like, if you become friends with someone who's actually fluent in Spanish, but someone said this to me recently and it's so true but your relationship has like been built on you speaking to get like to each other in English like it's really hard to just be like okay like vamos a hablar in español ahora like (laughs) English out the window you know I don't know so yeah I I can I remember most stuff and I think as we go through it with 
our children, like things come back to me, but no, mm. I wouldn't say I'm fluent and that's embarrassing, but hey. we're, all, all, we're all here with opportunities to grow in humility. So yeah. <laughs> Wait, so I, was I, your, was your grandmother a um, Muslim? No. So my grandmother who my, so my, my dad's parents um, are still alive. So my maternal grandparents were mm-hmm. fully American and they're no longer alive, but my, my dad's parents are technically I saw them recently and I confirmed that this is the terminology for them, like non-practicing Muslims because they've never officially converted, but aren't like active participants in Islam, Mm -hmm. but they have a general understanding of God and that Jesus is somehow like connected to God, but you know, the actual idea or the actual doctrine behind all that is not something that right Mm -hmm. they're necessarily on the same page about I mean they're not Christians but yeah so they're they're technically Muslim but wow that's so interesting that's like having a con like it's not just having a father who's a convert to Catholicism it's no having a father who's a convert to Christianity and it's so rare to to see that in America is like someone not Mm -hmm. coming from a Christian background Yeah. yeah no that's really true even being like the melting pot of the world right. or whatever this mm-hmm. it's still like I mean it's a big jump yeah it is I do remember though when I, there's a lot of Muslims in LA um and ever when I lived in LA uh like a lot of uber drivers stuff like that and I would talk to them and they and at that time I was working in the pro-life movement and they would ask like, what are you doing? Like, where am I dropping you off? I'm like, oh, at work, da, da, da. And um, some days I just couldn't take that bus. I'm like, I am in a four and a half inch stiletto. I cannot stand on that bus for 40 oh, minutes. No. <laughs> like, so, um, and they're like, oh my gosh, that happens in America. I had no idea. Like I had no idea abortion, like this happens here. They're like, wow, yeah. you know, like, we would never do that. Like as a Muslim, like we're completely against that. We, I had no idea that this is what America does. Yeah. That's interesting. Over and over again. Like I am just so shocked. And I'm like, I mean, I'm shocked that you didn't know it because you're shocked that you're shocked. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, there's so many things that we do in America that are super unique to our country and some of it are good stuff, but some of them are like really questionable things. I mean, mm-hmm. from from our high C-section rates. To, I was gonna say maternity. Um, I maternity mean, and then leave. there's the whole circumcision controversy. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a lot of stuff. When you really dig into it, you're like, why are we why? doing these things? <laughs> I don't know. We're like a lot of people in America try to act like we're so much smarter than everybody. Not that we are, but it's like when everybody else is doing things a different way yeah. and they're having more successful outcomes in certain situations, like maybe we need to adjust our, I don't know. Maybe our, our pride needs to be lessened. Yeah. <laughs> we could take some tips from the outsiders. <laughs> not outsiders. The, other, the OGs. Almost. Other country I livers. Mean, <laughs> other country livers. <laughs> I'm literally struggling so bad with basic words this week. It's okay. Sometimes I'm on my, like in a certain point in my cycle, I, I speak backwards. Yeah. Your brain gets hormonal, honestly, because I just feel like I'm all over the place. That milk just really threw you off. (laughs) It did. (laughs) It wasn't my own milk problems. The cow's milk. 
God. (laughs) She would be so disappointed in me, that cow. No. (laughs) No, milk cow. Dairy cows like make way more than like they need so much. She's like, yeah, whatever, you know, just a day in the life. That means it was made for us. It makes sense for my sorrows. (laughs) Did you just hear Cece? That was like a crunchy, crunchy statement. It was made for, where else am I going to get milk? We're here to to crunchify you. I'm not going to, I'm here to crunchify you. One day you'll be in labor and there we'll be, and we'll lock you in your house. (laughs) You in the bathroom. I'll be like, epidural, let's get that epidural. (laughs) Is my makeup on right? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know with, um. With James's birth, I just looked so disgusting and it was like a really long day and I just was like, whatever. I thought I didn't care. And then looking back at the photos, I'm like, I should have cared. cared. And then <laughs> I, I had prodromal labor, like which is yeah. like false labor basically for three weeks. Oof. So it was like at that point I was done trying to be ready propelled yeah <laughs> like I'd be like oh maybe I won't take my eyebrow make like line it off so that like you know just in case they won't look totally unkept but you know it's fine we have some really beautiful photos in the tub holding the baby right so the visual it literally around doesn't matter. Up-leveled it. <laughs> it literally doesn't matter but then <laughs> I know women photos over my shoulder to see the right. baby <laughs> oh my gosh I know no and then I know women who they've had their scheduled inductions and their epidural and so their makeup and their hair was all done mm-hmm. and they had a yep. photographer come in and they are in a hospital but I'm like these are you know those are some really nice moments and where for us it's always my doula just like snap and picks on the phone real fast I said I would really want to have a photographer at some point I wasn't ready for it last time I think next time I'd be like okay yeah you're gonna jump in done the hospital we've done it at home now we add the photographer I'm ready to put on a show for everyone no (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no because it's just so beautiful and like you really you I mean I still think about it almost every day. Not really. Yeah. At least every week I'm thinking about that, that whole experience. Cause it's just so amazing and just reliving it all. And just like, wow. Um, it's yeah. It's that was crying. Well, <laughs> well, I will say when I, my back was like in so much pain on the plane and I turned on Christian hypnobirth and then I turned it off. Cause I was like, Nope, can't do this. I was like, what else can I do to distract myself right now? And apparently all my downloaded songs on my phone were no longer downloaded. So that was oh, good too. No. Good. And so I go through my camera roll and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to watch videos of my life, I guess. I don't know. And, you're like, and oh, I went oh, back yeah. to Carrie's birth one and oh, I was just yeah. sitting there and I was like, Okay, there's something about the air on a plane that makes you cry. I could watch a movie that's not even sad and cry on a plane. And it's not even like, I'm like, it's something about the plane atmosphere where the tears can just fall. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and I then- always just fall asleep. Like, it's like you start ascending and I'm just, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm mean, not with children now. I'm like, everybody I'm okay? But as that. a single person, I was always just like knocked out and I'd come back. No, I don't need a drink. You know, like, no <laughs> I'll take melatonin for a four hour flight. Knock me out and oh, goodness. call it a day. <laughs> okay, wait. So now I want to know about life now. Did you expect this life? Like, <laughs> you know, NFL, things no. like that. The, the women uh, you hang around with in the NFL. <laughs> well, I always say to people, like, when people, I don't know, from high school or college, and they're like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, yeah, y'all, like, I'm not meant for what you think all this is. Like, that's, <laughs> that requires a lot of work to be someone in the spotlight all the time. I mean, and, you know, 
I've been on I got off of social media because like I've gone in the yeah. opposite direction yeah but for me that was because it's just like I really needed to dig in focus on my vocation I had a lot mm-hmm. of growing to do um learning how to be a domesticated woman but um <laughs> you know so some people are, some other women are prioritizing different things and that's their prerogative but no I um I never would have thought that I was doing this. I mean, there was a time in my life I thought I was going to be a veterinarian. And then <laughs> and then I was like, why does me having a job give me so much anxiety? And then, and then she majored in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went all, I went all over the place. I was taking even extra classes after I graduated to like still go towards vet school. And then I'm like, what oh am gosh. I doing? And then finally, like, <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I mean, Harrison got all his ducks in a row before I did, and it all was like, okay, so maybe the reason I'm so anxious and stressed out about having to be in the working world is that that's, I don't know, I mean, I'm not going to understand completely how God works, not that he was forcing me to be stressed, but, you know, it was, yeah, not my calling, because, I mean, it's taken some time to grow into it, but I really feel like I am able to really thrive in my vocation, and we had a priest once actually the priest who was doing like our marriage prep with us he always said to us you know the day after he was ordained was the happiest day of his entire life because he was finally in his vocation he just never felt so much joy and being engaged I was so excited to feel that and like you do you're like yes like my life has just restarted and makes so much more sense now like I'm doing yeah my job I'm in my vocation and thriving and I think I used to feel a little embarrassed that the idea of being a stay-at-home mom sounded really awesome to me and I never really had a voice to that to anybody not even my own parents and it was always just like okay I'm gonna go to school and I'm gonna go to grad school and I have a job and I'm thinking I remember sitting on the floor in the bathroom of the house I was living in in college because you know that's where you have those serious deep thoughts yep. yeah <laughs> when I was in high school and middle school I'd always sit in my bathtub yeah um and that's just why I would just be chilling just in my zone. But, and I was thinking, water I, birth now. and I don't know <laughs> if I was on the phone with Harrison at the same time, but, or before, or after I talked to him, but I'm just thinking like, okay, now I'm thinking like, I'm basically going to be doing school and all this other stuff for like 10 more years. And I'm like, when am I going to get married? When am I going to have kids? Like, yeah. I can't even presume that I'll still be fertile then. Like, what am I doing? Like, cause I wanted to be a mom, but I was also not sure I'd be good at it. I mean, good at it, but you know, it was just this realization that like, this doesn't make any sense. And then, so finally, like just really learning doesn't. about the church and the truth, it all just kind of started coming together. And I'm like, yeah, like, you know what? I don't need vet school. I'm going to be a woman and I'm going to focus on, on that. And yeah, I mean, God opens, if you open yourself up, God can really pour the graces down on you. And you know, all the ways that I've grown are solely because of what he's given me and the ability to do that. It's not anything I'm doing on my own. You know, it's just being open to what he has in store. And so many of us get so closed off by the possibilities and the anxieties of, are we going to be a good mom? Are we going to be yeah. a good wife? Like, I'm not sure if I can do that. So I'm just going to stay into this societal model of I what I save. should be doing. Yeah. I got to, I got to check off some boxes and gain some things in my life to have that self-worth going. Um, and it's a lie. It's straight from the devil. You know, you yeah. don't have to 
contribute to be a valuable person in like monetarily you don't have right to. right it's humbling though it's a huge humbling process to be like okay like I can contribute in completely different ways yeah and it's not the ways that I thought but so it's no long story it, short no, I never you're thought so, I'd be doing this <laughs> I love that because no you're hitting on such an important topic because so many women stress about what they're going to do right mm-hmm. but I can even I mean Megan you can even look back but I can look back and be like I'm so glad I didn't go to college because I wanted to work in corporate. I wanted to work in like corporate PR and I would have. Yeah. And thank goodness, because now I can work in Japan. I can work here. You know what I mean? Like it is all for the purpose of your vocation. Right. And Mm -hmm. so now as a wife, I can be there when I can be there with my husband and still be doing what I love. Right. And it's all because if if I would have gone the normal route, it would, it wouldn't have happened. And like Megan, you can look too. And it's like, thank goodness you went with photography. Well, thank goodness. I didn't Yeah, apply to jobs. Thank goodness. I told my parents, no, I'm doing graphic design. I'm sorry. I know you think that's a fluffy major, (laughs) but I'm doing it. (laughs) Good for you. Um, but I, I was curious, Izzy, do you think the way that the Catholic church portrays like motherhood and womanhood and stuff like positively impacted your ability to like embrace being a stay-at-home mom? Because I feel like that's hard to find anywhere else in the world. And if yeah. like, you really dive into the Catholic church, it's like, wow, they really yeah. honor and admire the I mean, woman and the mother. Definitely. I mean, especially looking into tradition too, yeah. not just the yeah. church, but going into tradition. I mean, the most revered person in the entire church other than jesus christ right is a woman is his mother you know Mm -hmm. and what she did was technically so simple but she is above all of us you know she she got to bring this one child into the world and take care of him and nurture him and and now she's in heaven forever and it's just i don't know a lot of it for me too was I've said this before too, like we all have kind of familial issues, but so much of that can be healed by when you're, when what's revealed to you, the truth of our heavenly parents, you know, mm-hmm. and that structure. And, and even for people who don't have parents, like you're never truly alone. You're never abandoned because they're always there for you. They're waiting for you. And for me, like, I don't know, that too made so much sense. Um, and just that the structure of the family is so important and yeah yeah the way the church can bring that out as I don't know it makes sense it's yeah. ordered like <laughs> it just makes sense yeah for words to fail me but no but when things are ordered it makes sense out. yeah it, it makes sense order is so important that's why this world we're in now and everything's so confusing you don't know like what you can call this person and body right. blah. it's like Chaos. it doesn't make sense because it's completely disordered right. and it's it's not it's not what god intends for us and it's mad feeling right. that we don't know what's going on we don't know how to navigate day-to-day life with just like a, someone down the road like that is not what god intends for us and that is completely distracting us from mm-hmm. doing what he put us on here to do to know love and serve him and to seek him out and to ideally one day join him in heaven like that's what we're here for. We're not here to just like laddie die. Like we're here to do right. the work. We're here to do the work. And I love that. Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, it's a God vocation. So marriage for all of us, mm-hmm. I mean, we're all married. We're all married. No. Sorry. <laughs> Why well, I'm so no. chat. 
I know. <laughs> and then motherhood and then like work, right? Or mm. like um like house duties, yeah. things like that, you know? Yeah, it's work. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. It is a job. Like I was, what was I? What do they call it? Um, I keep on to say housewifery. No, what is it? Like midwifery. <laughs> midwifery. Um, what is it? Not a home, home homemaking. Homemaking. I, I couldn't think oh, of a job yeah. title. Oh, yes. Yeah. That is That's a job. job. That's a job it title. It is. I mean, it's a fun one. I mean, yeah, and y'all do certain aspects better than me in terms of that. Because when I think of homemaking, I also part of it is you know you're like the interior decorator of your home <laughs> that's probably where my fun comment came from. I was talking to Harris about this last night I'm like honestly like well yeah I would have a lot of bare walls because I'm like Izzy's looking like, around She's I mean like, I'm literally wow. surrounded by two bare walls I'm like I'm like oh I need to make sure Harrison's okay with this point and then I'm realizing that's so stupid we've been here for like two years and I'm like I've hung crucifixes that's it which is great <laughs> priority you know? I mean so Catholic priority. yeah mm-hmm. but um <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I just, I gotta, I, there's another way that I've had, I gotta grow and realize, like, I can have the confidence to do this myself. Right. This is all about confidence. So. <laughs> I just know that my, I'm confident that if he hates it, he'll definitely tell me. And then I'll take it down. So, and move on with my life. Ask but. forgiveness, not permission. Yeah. I think home decor <laughs> can be intimidating. But you just have to pick a few pieces you love and then put them up and then all the rest falls into place because you're like, okay, now we need a little more of that color. And that just Mm. comes more naturally, but it's starting with a blank canvas. That's hard. Dipping the toe. Yeah. 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 I mean, the walls are literally white, like literally just a white blank canvas. I'm like, hey, we could do this. We could do this. We could do this. I'm just going to sit here with a bucket full of things that I've purchased to hang places and just leave them in the bucket and sit on the bathroom floor and cry about it. No, I'm just (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's how it feels sometimes. this is the stress of the job title of homemaking it is. <laughs> I mean, you gotta make the home homey you gotta make the family want to be there with you because then they'll leave and no, i'm just kidding that's not they might they, they might want to leave they'll be like they'll come home from oh well so-and-so's mom makes their house looks really nice i mean my children are not talking to me like that so i don't know where so-and-so's mom made like from. a giraffe out of bananas and strawberries for our snack <laughs> oh my goodness of- no oh, yeah. <laughs> If that's real, like that's impressive. But so Amber Filler up there. Sorry, I was gonna comment. say that's yeah, who I thought of. This blogger Amber Amber Filler up on Instagram, and she makes. Like, I mean, it is. It's an it art. Is legit. And every single day after school, and it's like a different animal. And she oh like it is scene. a. See, this is this is this is the stuff that like, this is part of why I got off of Instagram. Like, I don't need to see this. Like, no, thank you. I, I don't even know. Making, making my muffins, making the pancakes. Making yes. My muffins. If like, only you could see the last time I made muffins. Uh, <laughs> they turned into like crispy cookies. I think somebody showed me that. Story like, awesome. Like, Austin. Oh, 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 Cece, you can't just switch out the flowers. Rising <laughs> agent. Well, and we're all gluten free here, so I've had to learn about some of that the hard yeah. way. But you know, not related. You don't have to settle for it being gluten free. Like there are ways you wouldn't even know. There's this lady. Her name is Kim. She has this blog. It's called you know what? Shout out to Kim. It's called Let Them Eat Gluten Free Cake, and she makes her own flour blend, and it makes everything just seem like it's totally normal. Whoa. And it's 
she's changed yeah. my life though no. <laughs> kind, of. <laughs> kind of it's amazing yeah it takes time though but it's worth it but worth that's part it. of the home cam homemaking is being patient and doing all these things you're like i'm literally putting together a flour blend right now to start <laughs> actually baking something like i've been doing this for 10 minutes and i'm nowhere near to actually completing the, the <laughs> item but it's fine just laying everything out <laughs> that's why um, i haven't made bread that is literally because I, I don't know, have the well, patience for it. It's, it's you feel like okay, I'm a Catholic wife. Everyone's making bread, and I'm like, I've never made bread before. <laughs> I, wanna, I, don't I never want to make bread I just because want of need, that, you know. And I'm like, you know what? Just throw it in the mixer. When I take, I'm just gonna yep. flop it around a little. I'm, and I'm just, just gonna order that. I'm just gonna yeah. order that bread. I'm. <laughs> well, they have actually bread machines. One of my friends has yeah. them, and she doesn't really like baking, so it's really great for her too. But um, so she's making bread like every week because she just you just throw the ingredients in there and it does all the work for you. I'm like, wow, wow. Love I need that. that. That is one of the ways the ways of the world currently are good because like, look at that. <laughs> that dishwasher is. I'm gonna have, go do yeah. like jazzer size and then clean my the whole bread house while my bread is making itself. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know who jazzer sizes these days, but that's just in my head. Work on your butt wink and your long back. Work on Love that butt wink. Get on that yeah. squat bar. Okay, actually, the title of this is going to be Butt Winks with Izzy oh, Butker. Okay. Izzy Butker. <laughs> Izzy Butt Winks. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> no, the first time here, someone's like, oh, you're butt winking. I'm like, why do you think I know what that is? Okay, I played Division Three basketball. I was a bench warmer. We didn't have a set looking program it was do it on your own and i don't know what a butt wink is i'm like just like uh-uh. oh, my yeah. oh my so, word there, that's what everyone can take away from me i've educated you all on the butt wink well, I'm, your so butt glad. I'm so glad you could come on today izzy yeah, we're gonna have to have you, you. just feels so natural we all have to eventually hang out maybe you guys can all come to kentucky <laughs> then... wait hold on you're the one with no kids yet <laughs> yeah, yeah, first of all, first of all, you should come to us. And I'm like, oh, are you gonna visit me? I'm like, um, no, but our schedule's looking a little open during May. <laughs> you can come here. I will. That's a I will come here. We'll come to Kane's Shady. I love it. Well, Central. yes. Make sure to call our hotline with all your what in the dang heck moments. Uh, what is the hotline number? 312-775-2615. Guys, I can't even remember my social security number, but I can remember this. Yeah. We, oh, yeah. Do we found the person. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh yes, I'm here for you with all your jingle needs. All right, ladies, we will see you next time on the What in the Dang Hey Podcast. Bye. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck Podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.